man, every time I get the clap, you get the clap. It's like we just get it at the same time. <laughs> just, just, to, just to make sure the 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 physical act of clapping, not uh, not gonorrhea. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Every time I get the clap, you get the clap. It's weird. It's like you're always just trying to be better than me. <laughs> Try and get worse staph infections than mm. I get, or I guess, or whatever it is. What is the clap anyway? Is it just gonorrhea? Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. I know. I thought mm-hmm. it was just like you know you got really hyper and you would clap all the time. Like I really didn't know. What and it that was like a that was an STD disease to you. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sex makes people so you do see weird some, things. You see some kid just laughing his ass off and clapping. You're like, wow, that guy gets laid. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid has an STD. That kid fucks. <laughs> Oh, I feel like this is going to be the intro of every one of our podcasts. It's just like <laughs> me giggling about the clap. Yeah. <laughs> Simple minds, right. you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I see a lot of stuff on YouTube like that, like weird stuff. Like, you know, like a, like a top 10 mysteries of the universe and like like the weird animal stuff. I think the weird animal stuff isn't on your YouTube search i think that's on your other search no wait no that's just tentacle porn oh okay, that's, to- okay. that's totally different <laughs> okay i thought you were just uh, forgetting which podcast you were doing here no i don't i don't want to see the whole octopus i just want to see the tech oh, of the course tentacles. yeah 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 that's the money shot <laughs> yeah. right there and like we could do like sea creatures forever because there's a lot of weird shit down there <laughs> And like they still keep on finding like new species and like that that ghost squid or whatever it is like that alien squid I don't know, that thing haunts my dreams but which like, one is there's the a lot ghost of, squid it's like is that, that, that squid, gigantic these, seventy foot one or whatever the one that that like they have the video of it and it's like standing straight up uh, is it the one with the super long tentacles yeah but it doesn't look yeah yeah mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like. Uh, it looks like an alien. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, looking I'm pretty at it sure now. I could just. It's, oh, that's the one that there. There was video from the oil rig, right? The platform. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was oh. under the platform, and then they just spotted this weird alien-looking thing. Uh, either way, it haunts my dreams. And oh like, yeah, yeah, it's it creepy. Is scary as shit. It's actually been classified now. The big fin squid. The big fin squid? Big fin squid. It's a group of rarely seen cephalopods with a distinctive mm. morphology. Mm. Yeah, and it goes on with mm. even bigger words that I'm not going to attempt. But apparently, the sightings have started since 1988. No, yeah. Yeah. But those videos are like new. They're finally catching them on tape. Yeah, mm. yeah. They're, uh, they're creepy looking. <laughs> I like how like I do a, a Google search on the big fin squid and you know like on top of Google it says like related things you yeah. know like o- octonauts deep sea and then there's one that just says nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a whole lot of nope right there yeah I gotta nope the fuck out of here and I click on nope and yeah it's just pictures of that fucking squid just <laughs> nope <laughs> And this is why I like to <laughs> sail on top of the ocean and not dive yeah. into it. Oh, God, no. Like, that's things of my nightmare down there. It's yeah. freaking terrifying. 
we had a, a swim exercise when I was in the Navy once, and we were three kilometers off the shore of North Carolina, I think it was. But it was just, it was far enough that you can't see land anywhere. And I jumped off the boat, and it was about a 25-foot deck. So you you go like maybe 20 feet into the water. And it was then that I realized that I made a very big mistake and started just freaking out as to what could touch me. And I've, I don't think I've ever swam quicker to the surface in my life and got right back on the boat. Mm. Squids are scary, man. Yeah, they man. have... Uh... They have beaks for one thing. Yep. Uh, Hard for their mouth, beaks. like part like bird man. Like it's yeah, they they are terrifying, terrifying. But yeah, man, like how much of the ocean is actually explored? There's the only oh, part like of three, the earth that's really left open. Three percent. Isn't there like a saying? We know more about our space than we do about our own ocean. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely terrifying down there. Mm-hmm. So I don't get the people who have that calling to go explore it. It, it just <laughs> you go down there, you could just get swallowed by some giant creature. I'll explore it with like a drone safely from like you know the beach or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on land, that I'll do. You know, but uh, to me, physically being down there, that's that's a that's a no, thank you, sir. That's a that's a nope. Yeah, that's a nope. <laughs> well. Uh, well, that was a fun search. I'm going to have some nightmares tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And once we get the YouTube channel up, we'll be able to share our nightmares with you, <laughs> our audience. <laughs> yeah, this will be a lot more interactive in the uh, with the horror and the, the, the creepy pictures. Oh, yeah, definitely. Kind of like a VR. We should get like a VR experience going and really, really immerse people into our nightmare imagine seeing this in vr holy shit i would shit my pants oh that's, see, oh, that's I, something that people would probably pay to see what shit in my pants yeah. or seeing? <laughs> man people pay for some weird shit they, so what was the other one you were thinking of you sent me a link yesterday or an idea yesterday dive into some sumerian stuff or i do I'm, i got the wikipedia thing right now so i, I think got the history.com one. Ooh, Nine, excuse me Nine things you may not know about the ancient oh, Sumerians. That's yeah. it's literally the second link on Google. <laughs> I know it was a deep dive. Uh, Britannica. I can make up words too. Wasn't Britannica like the the An old encyclopedias? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big gigantic books that would go up on people's uh, shelf and never come down. I think I looked at one once when I was looking for something in school. Whoever owned those uh, encyclopedias really got their money's worth for me looking at them once. Oh, we, uh, my parents had them. Yeah, I think they most had, parents did. Yeah, I think like back then they, like, I don't know if they were cheaper uh, or they came like as a gift. I don't know. Well, but, they like, had like door to door salesmen, right? For encyclopedias. I, I, yeah, I feel like they didn't buy them at a door. And is that a weird thing? Like, I, I still feel like a door to door salesman for encyclopedias is just odd. It is, but it's just because we didn't have knowledge at our fingertips back then like we do now. Like you had to go to a library and for school projects, parents were probably just lazy and getting sick of bringing their kids to the library. So they just get a thing of encyclopedias. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that's what encyclopedias uh, came from or this door-to-door -door salesman mm. 
came from. Just the need for it. So are you which are you looking at the Britannia Britannia site for the Sumerians? Uh no, I got sidetracked with Reddit. So uh, now I'm back. <laughs> it's always in the background. I don't really know much about them, so that's why I was interested. Uh, I don't know too much about them, so they I do know they're the first recorded civilization of mm -hmm. humankind. Uh, but the thing that like you know, kind of like in, enticed me, like, like oh, made me interested, was that uh, they knew about like space, like they knew there were planets, mm -hmm. and like they believed like their gods came from another planet, like essentially aliens, right? Yeah. And exactly. I've, I always found it weird that or strange that uh, the first race did the whole yeah, we're a planet in space, there's a universe type thing, our beings from the other planet come visit us. And then like literally every single civilization after that uh, had religion that didn't even speak of that. Like they were mm -hmm. just gods that came that were still wrapped in our own plane of existence, right? That that still had like like heaven and hell. It wasn't like right. hell or heaven was a different planet it was another tier of our reality type thing mm -hmm. so i always find that kind of strange that back then when they didn't know you know shit about shit like they didn't know nothing but they still understood that there was a universe around them and they were just a a blue little pearl in a in an ocean of blackness so I, it was mm -hmm. always interesting always strange but i was always fascinated by the one thing i heard was some of the there was a list of Sumerian kings that they found that dated back like 250,000 years. Mm -hmm. So, just the fact that some of these things that have been um, carbon dated for so long ago, predating any um, uh, civilization that we've ever known about, has always kind of intrigued me. And by the point that you made that they knew about space and everything, you almost have to wonder if maybe they were around for a long time and such a long time before that they knew everything they had a very good understanding about space and alien life maybe and then some big event happened on earth and just kind of wiped out like 90 percent of everything and that 10 percent that had to rebuild civilization were kind of far off didn't really know much about it and then that's how you got religion it's this small new civilization that really didn't know what happened and how they survived. And then their kids who, whose parents weren't able to pass down everything they knew. And then it sounded more like uh, they had to like fill in the gaps. And that's where religion came from. Because uh, who was it? There's uh, Graham, Graham Hancock, I think his name is, who's an archaeologist who's been exploring and trying to prove that there was a big comet that hit the earth like 12,000 years ago that wiped out all this stuff and one of the peoples that he said it wiped out was the Sumerians who he thought was responsible for Atlantis and um, a bunch of different colonies that he's finding remnants of all over the planet which he's thinking there was a giant world civilization like we have now that was around before this big extinction level event that happened 12,000 years ago because he's finding remnants in North America that match remnants in Japan that match remnants in South Africa that match remnants from South America and they all look like they're from the same civilization and dated back like 20, 30, 40,000 years weird very weird 
So just the fact that they are unearthing all this Sumerian stuff, a lot of it does go with uh, astrology and planets and you almost have to think if there's anything else that they're uncovering that they're not telling us about. Well, I've been reading up on Sumerian sex, so... Interesting. Uh, I know. I just happened to glance right there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the Sumerians, actually, they discourage premarital sex. Wow. Kind of odd, eh? Kind of weird. Kind of weird, but okay. But then it says it was probably very commonly done in secret, just like today, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they they do believe in, like, widely believe that masturbation enhance sexual potencies. So, well, duh. And they <laughs> would engage in anal sex as a method of birth control. So, I mean, like, I'm liking these Sumerians. Yeah, they're, they're intelligent uh, beyond their years, yeah, obviously. Yeah. The Sumerians do not regard anal sex as taboo. Good <laughs> for them. Good for them. Well, you got to have some rules, you know. You got to have some and, rules. Uh, Apparently, they had no concept of virginity. <laughs> so, when describing a woman's sexual inexperience, instead of calling her a virgin, Sumerian texts describe which sex acts she did not yet perform. <laughs> <laughs> wow. These Sumerians were horny, horny people. Yeah, yeah. And they were intelligent, obviously, beyond yeah. their ears. Might go hand in hand, right? <laughs> So the horny you are, the more intelligent you are. Well, I mean, I knew that, obviously, <laughs> yeah. because I'm a genius. Yeah, I was gonna like every man would be a genius. <laughs> like, so, yeah, th that would make any sense actually, because every every teenager <laughs> would just be an Einstein. <laughs> yeah, and as we know, kids yeah. are some of the dumbest people that we know because. I can remember how stupid I was as a teenager. So, yeah, maybe that theory doesn't hold true. So this is uh, way off topic from your sex um, thing you found, but this kind of goes with what I was talking about, that they were all but forgotten until the 19th century. So nobody knew about their existence at all. It was buried so deep and archaeologists hadn't found any traces of it until they found remnants buried in the deserts of Iraq in the 19th century. Mm -hmm. French and British archaeologists found them. So yeah, not as interesting as all the sex stuff that you just uncovered. But this is kind of why you don't really hear about it too, too much because we're still just figuring it out. It's still just finding their artifacts. I always thought that it was more well known, but apparently not. Yeah. So they actually had like a, a funeral practices too. Like they would bury their dead in cemeteries. Mm -hmm. uh, they believe that when you die, you'll be confined to a gloomy world of Ereshkigal. Ereshkigal. Right, Ereshkigal. Yeah, we're all familiar, yeah. obviously. Yeah, like, I don't need to explain what that is. Everyone knows what that <laughs> is. Like, it's grade one stuff at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's, it was actually protected by various monsters. <laughs> so, whenever people would die, they would actually leave uh, food offerings for the monsters, apparently, on the... On the graves. Hmm. Well, yeah. 
kind of like a twisted uh, Christmas ritual. With, uh, like, you know, leaving milk and cookies <laughs> out for Santa Claus at Christmas. Guess, except for I when you're dead. So. <laughs> well, just the art of, or just the uh, habit of leaving things out for imaginary creatures. <laughs> and this, I'm finding that they, they were fans of beer. So, man, wow. I'm really digging these guys. Like, it, who isn't? Well, they invented writing. They invented the wheel, apparently. The mm. plow, law codes, literature. And this is saying they're also remembered as some of history's original brewers. So, yeah. Evidence of Mesopotamian beer making dating back to the fourth millennium BC. Damn. Um, I'm actually reading that too. Beer brewing was very important to the Sumerians. <laughs> as it should be. Uh. I mean, so essentially all they did was get drunk and fuck. Yeah, and then talk <laughs> about their sexual exploits. Yeah, like, or lack of. Or lack because, of, right, right. Yeah. So it was like a list of like things that yeah. they had to achieve. Yeah. It was like sex bingo. Huh. And they sung songs about beer. Like, they just seem like a pretty pretty chill group of people, actually. Like, yeah. I, I would definitely hang out with them if they were around today. Well, just the fact that they were able to invent writing while they were drunk. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And law and, you know, the wheel, the plow. Not as important, mm -hmm. I guess, but, you know. And <laughs> apparently they were good at mathematics. The, uh, this advance resulted in creation of arithmetic, geometry, and algebra. Jesus. Huh. I know. Well, now I just feel like getting hammered and trying to do some math equations. Mm. <laughs> that's that's a Friday night for us. <laughs> Who doesn't get drunk and just pull out that old math textbook there and I can do this. Yeah, I don't know. It's like when I turned 35, somewhere around there, I just got really into school and math again. I just, you know. No, that's I can't even keep that going with even a, the hint of a straight face. Math sucks, but beer doesn't. So that's probably why they had to get drunk before doing it. The writing looks really intense, too. So they uh, they apparently used slaves. It was not uncommon for slaves, although it was not a major part of the economy. So I guess kind of. No, it's still bad. It's still slaves. Yeah, no, no. There's no good way to spin slaves. <laughs> There's no silver lining there. It's just it's still still slaves. So they were definitely still human. They were some alien race because every human species after them have all tried out the slave thing. They they would use money, but it was barley and silver. So barley was a, a mm. form of uh, of trade back then, I guess. Yeah, well, apparently it says here that they didn't have any uh, timber, stone, or minerals. So I guess that's why they would have had to use those forms of trade mm. for, for currency. So I wonder where they were if there wasn't any wood or stone or minerals. Oh, and well, well, they found their remnants in the deserts of Iraq. I guess that kind of makes sense. I think they had... Did they have no wood? There was wood. Well, it says their homeland was largely devoid of timber, stone, and minerals. Oh, yeah? Really? Because mm -hmm. I'm seeing here, like, the technology that they, you know, invented. Because, uh, I mean, they were the first 
human civilization, right? So right. Uh, they, they did everything first. Uh, like with saws and hammers. And I guess you don't need timber to make these axes. Uh, well, you usually need the saws unless they're like stone saws. But usually you use saws to cut timber. Yeah, because what else would they use saws for? Yeah. So very strange. And they would roam to Afghanistan to find blue-colored precious stones. So, yeah, they were all around the desert, so that kind of makes mm. sense. They probably did come... Uh, they probably did have to deal with some timber and stone eventually, but nah. like from their main homeland, they didn't have to deal with it too much. Yeah, they were like, what, Iraq? It was uh, Mesotopia? Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Yeah, before it was... Uh, like Iraq. Yeah. Well, it's like that whole surrounding area, right? Like yeah. Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, yeah. the Middle East. That was all Mesopotamia. Which. So Mesopotamia, was that just the. Like the, the continent then? I hear clicking. What's Google say? Like it's not giving me borders. It's just giving me like a. Apparently, mm. it like. <laughs> so it enveloped. Parts of Syria, it was really all about the the rivers, oh, but okay. it, it ignored like Saudi Saudi Arabia. It just like no, nope, we don't want that. <laughs> and like yeah, and then fertile lands, and then it goes all the way down to the Nile. So I don't know if they just didn't, you know, walk that direction, <laughs> but yeah, they pretty much just stayed where the water was, which makes sense. Yeah, well, that was so. like that was life, right? Mm-hmm. Water had fish, it had water to drink, it had uh, trade routes, you could put a boat on it, get somewhere fast. That's why you see all the most big things that they found have been by rivers, like the the pyramids of Egypt and Peru, the pyramids mm-hmm. are all by water. Most big, old, ancient landmarks are all by water. Even though some of those rivers have changed, have moved in the millennia, and the art of, or the things are a little bit further away than they used to be, like the ancient pyramids of Egypt. But mm. when they were actually made, most of them were like right next to the river. Wow, I've heard of this, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Uh, no, I thought it was just an old historical figure, but apparently it was a three thousand line poem. Of the adventures of a Sumerian king. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, that's another Sumerian fact. It was the Epic of Gilgamesh. So, it was the story of a king as he battles a forest monster and quests after the secret of eternal life. Yeah. Sounds like a real page-turner. It's a demigod with Hercules-like strength. Oh. Yeah. Scholars think he's based on an actual king. Cool. I got to pick that one up. And they also, today, we still use the mathematics and measurements of Sumerians. They're the ones who invented 60 seconds for the minute and 60 minutes to the hour. Mm-hmm. I guess they just really like the, the number 60. And they main, the Sumerians mainly used sexagesimal. Wow. Yeah, I saw that word too. I didn't try to pronounce it. <laughs> I think they just like sex as well, and they just threw the yeah. word in random places. <laughs> yeah, right? Sexy decimal. 
<laughs> I think that's how you actually say it, but what the hell does it mean? Mainly used a sexy decimal structure that was based around groupings of 60. So sex and 60. Big fans. Sex, 60, and beer. Well, that, yeah. I, now I know more about Sumerians. Yeah. They like beer. They like sex. They yeah. invented a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't well, know about. I mean, they were the first, right? They, they had yeah. nothing but... <laughs> nothing to do but invent stuff uh, so yeah it would have been pretty boring to just hang I mean, around and yeah throw still rocks a feat. At each other. don't get me wrong good for them but i mean you're yeah. you're first by default <laughs> it's true but they still did get some pretty cool things out of it no like definitely language mathematics mm -hmm. it's a wheel mm -hmm. you know it's beer kind of an important one beer beer it doesn't say anything about fire though so i guess the cavemen beat them to that one uh, Suckers, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good starting point. Now I wouldn't mind researching some more on my own eventually, because, yeah. like I said, it was a topic that always interested me. Oh, definitely. Speaking about the the fire thing, I remember watching this documentary on like uh, the beginning of humans, and fire is listed as like number two of like the the thing that made us advance or evolve the most. And it wasn't it. It was two. It was a two-factor thing. It was one we could cook our food, right? For one thing, so we weren't eating raw food, and I guess that helped evolving our internal organs a little bit better, and our jawline. And you know, we weren't made to rip out the the meat anymore. And mm -hmm. uh, more importantly, they said was because it gave us a chance to huddle together, because it's fire, right? At night, yeah. it was light, and it also made us tell stories like very primitive i guess and like you know grunts mm. or whatnot but it was it was like the basic uh, or the basis of like storytelling social. and like yeah mm. so it was social events and like so fire was actually it's... very important for multiple oh, on so reasons. many levels but could you mm. imagine all the things that went wrong when they first discovered it oh yeah like, people definitely burned to death <laughs> yeah like you know today yeah. we have we're just figuring out the internet and we still haven't figured learnt all the ways that it's going to burn us in the future but with that, <laughs> like any technology mm. there's gonna be a, a learning period and i could just imagine like they probably tried eating the fire they probably tried covering themselves in fire yeah. to heal yeah. themselves they right. could you imagine <laughs> All right, Ted, I'm going to try and eat it this time. All right, good luck. <laughs> My face is on fire! <laughs> the wolves are afraid of fire. Therefore, if I light myself on fire, I could walk They'll right past the wolves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will be all powerful. <laughs> oh, man. And then when mm -hmm. they died from it, the other people just probably thought that they transcended life and they went into a, a, a realm where they were truly invincible. So they followed suit like mm -hmm. lemmings. I don't know. <laughs> it would have been entertaining to like be on the outside. And know. I mean, burning to death, I'm pretty sure is not a quick thing. I'm pretty sure like they would hear the screams of horror and be like, yeah, not for me. Not for me. I don't know. That Ted guy was a moron. <laughs> See, those kids learn from him. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, yeah. I think we're running out of time. But for our, um, our growing audience, do we have any links that we could give them? You know, our Patreon is uh, up uh, and running. Our Patreon is up and running, but uh, we have no way of accepting money yet. So... <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you can view it. But, yeah, well, uh, you, you can't can intend do to give it. us money, so that's, <laughs> that's, that counts. That counts. That counts. That counts. Uh, no, just uh, like always, uh, any feedback is greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. uh, you could email us at hosts at averagecanucks.ca or even visit our temporary soon-to-come to websites at averagecanucks.ca and there's a little form on there that you could just email us directly. And you could tell us how bad we are. <laughs> or how amazing we are. Or, you know, yeah. what we need to do to improve. <laughs> how much Al is, how much worse Al is than, than me. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> uh, we plan on doing this for a while. So uh, either we continue to suck and force you guys to listen to our terrible podcast. Or we, we get better, thanks to you. So give us your feedback. Help us, please. <laughs> Help us stop ear raping you with our podcasts. Unless you like it, then just send a private message. <laughs> we'll send to you all of the average. Uh, <laughs> average